Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Morning, David. Morning, John. Hey, Bill. Yeah, yeah. Hey, here we are. We're still in Ephesians 5, and we are going to start in verses, verse 21, and we're going to go through the end of the chapter. So I'm going to go ahead and read that, and then we'll jump in. So starting in verse 21, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ, wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and his him, himself its savior. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives, as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church. Because we are members of his body, therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is profound, and I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Okay, well, next time, we, we're looking forward to seeing you. Thanks for coming. <laughs> uh, that's a chunk. Yes, it is. I don't know if we can get through this in a uh, That's what I was just thinking. But, but let's thinking. try it. Yeah, yeah. Let's try it. You know, um, verse 21 is very important as a key to what Paul's going to teach us about marriage. And, and I'd like to start there. That's why I say we may not get through this in yep. one podcast, because it says submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. As a Christian who is married to a woman who is a Christian, let's say, there's a principle here, and that is that you understand by God's grace both of you have been given significant gifts, capacities, and abilities. Roles. Yeah. And he would like you to submit to that in each other's lives. One of the mistakes that we have discovered in this passage for many people is that they see the submission as a one-sided reality, not a two-sided reality. And then all of a sudden, it's the woman who's the only submitter, and the man somehow puts himself in a place where he doesn't need to submit to her. And that's a tragic misunderstanding of this whole passage. In the history behind this, I think, is a little important this morning. Uh, he's writing to people in Ephesus who had become believers. And he's writing to the men and women who were married, but the women were chattel. They were owned by their husbands. And now there's a new theology. Uh, wife, submit to your husband and everything. And she would say, well, I, I never had a choice before. I, I thought I always did that. What she was really doing was not submitting at all. She was just complying. Right. Now submission becomes a love word. It becomes a principle of the heart. So here's the points I'd like to make this morning, guys, and that's this. A wife is submit to her husband in everything, and a husband has two responsibilities in this passage. Number one, love your wife. And number two, be used of God to bring her to her maturity. Now, when a wife is married to a husband... <laughs> who she knows really loves him and is really committed to her maturing, then she's going to be able to submit to that man. When we make submission a principle of role, 
that's when we get into all of this misuse that has taken place in the church for mm-hmm. centuries. Mm-hmm. And, and, it's, and it's so wrong. Right now, I'm just thinking of relationships where, uh, the, you know, when you make role the key for the man, and he isn't gifted at all in leadership, say he's a man of mercy, then what For example, <laughs> for example yeah. I wouldn't have anybody in mind, no, John. But, no. but so what happens in that relationship is the woman and the man keep fumbling over each other, trying to get something done because she's waiting to submit to his leadership rather than submitting to his strengths and his person. That's very, very important. Guys, your turn. I, I was thinking about how um, that submission, that idea of him leading, you know, the husband leading the wife, much like Christ led in sacrifice. I was having a conversation with a guy over coffee maybe seven years ago, and he was he was taking this verse about um, and let it be presented without spot or blemish or wrinkle. And he said, when I stand in front of, of Christ, um, I, I want to make sure that, that I've done what I need to do as a husband so that my wife, you know, I'm responsible for her actions. And he said that after going over, you know, four or five of the ways that he was controlling her behavior so that she would not, you know, that that he was, it it was like this sick theological twist that he felt so unbelievably good about. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're going to be divorced in four years. (laughs) And was he? I don't know. That's a good question. I haven't stayed up with him, but it was a, it was just a, a conversation where I was so sad. And, it's, and, you know, David, thank you for that. Because here's the deal. Do, do I have the responsibility as a husband to help my wife mature? I do. How do I do that? With love. That's how I do it. If I, if I try to use control, if I try to use my fear, if I try to use my role, I'm going to miss the point. She will react to me rather than respond to me. And all her submission is, do I trust you that you want to do that for me, then I will let you. Exactly. And, and now, we, now that role and all that is part of it is simplified down to, you get to initiate love, men, to, to be able to protect, release, free, ma- help mature, that woman, that's that that's been given to you, no matter how good or bad a leader you are. And then the wife says, "Well, you can't do it unless I give you permission, Amen. unless I let you." And submission becomes a love word when I no longer I'm saying, oh, "I gotta, I gotta submit to this dullard. I'm gonna do it externally, but my heart's not in it." That kind that kind of world is over. That's just bad religion. To be able to say, I love you, my wife, and I want to do all those things of bringing you to completion. And so God, and, and so the wife says, I trust you. I believe it's true, so I'm going to let you. And this is why, one of the reasons why we actually exist here at Trueface. If you do not get the starting motivation for your life right, 
then then you can't do any of this because if you believe that how good you are for God, your behavior, you're not sinning, all of that is the is the credentials for how God is going to see you and how he's going to react with you, then you, of course, are going to do the same thing to your wife. You're going to say, let me line out the five or six ways that you're not good enough and I'm going to fix you. Whereas if you re- realize that if your primary motive is to trust that God loves you, that he's in you, that he's wanting to mature you in that same way of because he loves you, not because he's trying to say, well, one day you're going to be good enough for me, then if you don't get that right, all right, if you don't start there, then you will always be trying to point out the things that aren't quite good enough Amen. because you're trying to do the same thing about you. And it will hypersensitize you, and it will freak you out, and you'll you'll just destroy any sense of trust and and ease and fun and tenderness. And in the name of trying to be a good Christian man leader, you will start dominating in all the way down to where do we eat? Well, I'm the head of the house. I get to make that call. You know, no, none of that, none of it. We submit to each other. Let's let's wrap that up with that thought, John. Um, Our encouragement to all of the husbands out there is this. Imagine sitting with your wife and asking her, does she feel the reality of your love and the reality of your intention for her to blossom into the woman that God intended her to be? Let her tell you that. And then, and guys, don't be afraid of the next statement. And then ask her, how would you do that in a way that she would understand it yeah. so that she can submit to you? Beautiful, beautiful passage when understood through, without the lens of moralism. Amen. We'll see you next week on the True Face Podcast. Bye, you guys.